Marty Cayley. Celtic music from across the globe and across town. I'm Dave Bagdad, and I'm so glad you could join us. On tonight's program, we'll check out some new releases and have a conversation with Darren McMullen of Coic. Thanks for being here. Cade Mela Falcha. You're very welcome here for this 207th edition of the Kitchen Party Kaylee. I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and we have a great show for you. Some things you may know and a lot you probably don't. We've been very busy with theme programs lately, and more of those to come over the next little bit. And while we've been doing that, new releases have begun to pile up on my desk. So tonight, we're going to work through a few of those, and in a short while, we'll say hello to my buddy Darren McMullen of Coic. We've much to do this evening, so let's get on to it. I mentioned Coic, and they've got a brand new release, their third, an album called Rove. They've coalesced around a lineup of Rachel Davis and Chrissy Crowley on fiddles, Jason Roach on piano, and Darren on pretty much everything else, mandolin, bazooki, tenor banjo, guitar, and whistle, just to name a few. We've just got the new record, and folks, if you ever want to hear a band that's hitting on all cylinders, this is it. Let's dive right in, shall we? We'll begin with a set of jigs. Throw the Beetle at her, The Humors of Whiskey, Chloe's Passion, and Anir Showiner. And this set features Darren on the banjo. We'll follow that with a song called Bedlam Boys, which showcases Rachel on vocals. So here we go with brand new music from Coic, starting with the hashtag jigs on the Kitchen Party Kaylee.
For to see my Tom of Bedlam, ten thousand miles I've traveled. Mad Madeline goes on dirty toes, but to save her shoes from gravel. Still I'll sing, Bonnie boys, Bonnie mad boys, Bedlam boys are Bonnie, for they all go bare and they live by the air. Brand new music there from Coic, the brilliant young Cape Breton band that's just released its third album, Rove. 
That was a song called Bedlam Boys, sung for us by fiddler Rachel Davis. The song is about 400 years old, and Bedlam is a shortening of Bethlehem, as in the St. Mary Bethlehem Hospital in London, which was an insane asylum. Legend has it that the hospital used to charge an admission fee of one penny for people to come and watch the antics of the inmates, and from these penny admissions, the hospital made about 400 pounds a year. It's a great song, though, and we preceded it with the Hashtag Jigs, a set including Throw the Beetle at Her, The Humorous of Whiskey, Chloe's Passion, and I Ne'er Shall Wean Her. This great set featured Darren McMullen on the banjo. I've known Darren for over a decade now, and he visited our show once before, not long after the release of the first Coic record. I had the chance to chat with him again a couple of weeks ago about the new album, so let's give that a listen right now on The Kitchen Party Kaylee. Well, it's good to talk with you, my friend. Allow me to welcome you back to our humble airwaves. (laughs) It's good to be back. It's been a while. I think we talked not too long after the first album was out, and now you've got a brand new Coic record. Brand spanking new. She's still shiny and smelling nice. Hasn't lost that new CD smell yet. Not yet, no. Well, it's been a little bit of time since you guys put a record out, so what was it that prompted the release of the CD at this time? Well, we had done the first record actually pretty much exactly three years before, and we put out a Christmas record in the middle when most bands would usually get back into the studio to do their second full-length record. We went in and did a Christmas record. We were doing some Christmas shows and figured we'd put a record with it, so we were still kind of recording and doing new stuff. It just wasn't a normal studio record, but we just realized it had been a while and we wanted to get some of the new stuff that we were playing down onto tape, and so we ran into the studio and made a record. And it's a darn fine record, as one would expect. And I notice from reading the liner notes that you folks even collaborate as far as each person taking a turn describing the various tracks. Is that a fair representation of what your creative process is like as a group? I think so, yeah. We all bring different stuff to the mix, as as it would be in any band. I know with my own solo records and uh, other members of the band, we've put out solo records before, and people really like to have some liner notes to read. They like to know where your head was or, you know, where you got these tunes or, you know, there's so many tunes out there. What made you decide to record this one or that one or, or the different songs? So we wanted to make sure that we had some stuff in the liner notes for people to read and give them a bit of insight on what was going on in our heads. And, and because we're all bringing different things to the record that we wanted to make sure that we all had a chance to speak a little bit on our own behalf you know for each track how did that process work on your contributions we kind of all threw everything together at the same time well i shouldn't say that one of rachel's songs down the road we've been doing that one for a while but for the recording itself we got together at jason's house and kind of locked the door and spent two or three days just digging through tunes and i'd play some jigs that i knew and chrissy would play some reels and Rachel would play some reels and Jay would play with some tunes on the piano and we'd uh, go through that way and just sort of pick which ones we liked and which ones would fit the band the best. Well, um, you sure better get along if you're going to work like that. Yeah, it's true. Once you get off tour, and you're because when you're on tour, you're, we're all stuck in a van together for a month or six weeks or whatever, but then once we get home, we, we still have to get together and figure out tunes and rehearse and all that stuff. So it's a good thing we like each other. We really do. Well, it seems like it. That energy really kind of comes through on the record and, of course, in your performances. Yeah, hopefully. One of the things that we like about this band, because we've all been in different acts and I've played in a lot of different bands, and it's always a challenge when there's personality conflicts within a band. And thankfully with this band, we don't really have any of that. So when we get together to play, if it sounds like we're having a good time, it's because we're honestly having a great time. Well, it's quite a testament that you're able to manage that because each of you individually has got a long list of individual honors and accolades. And it's it's quite an achievement that 
that the four of you can come together and just sort of put that all to one side and there really not be a leader or somebody who's really kind of running the show? Well, I don't know how. I mean, I don't think we really take any of the quote-unquote awards or accolades or whatever. I don't think we, we take those very seriously anyway. But if there is any egos, they get checked at the door. But I don't think there really is any egos. I think we're lucky that we've found each other in, as a band that way and that there isn't somebody with a big ego or someone trying to call all the shots or anything like that. Because it's certainly not a rare thing to be in a band where it's not as equal as, as we are. Let's talk about that intensive two or three day period in Jason's house. Do you all collaborate on the arrangement or does somebody sort of take the lead and say, I kind of see this happening here? It's kind of a mix. There's a lot of sets where, let's say, we've thrown a whole pile of jigs into a pot and we're picking out the ones we like the best. Sometimes Chrissy might sort of take the lead and say, uh, you know, well, if we're going to do this one, let's do this one after it, and then this one will come before. And then other times it would be Rachel saying the same thing. And then other times it would be Jason doing the same thing because he'll have an idea of how to frame in a set as, like, as far as his rhythm goes. You know, somebody might suggest, let's do this tune first, but he might sort of look ahead and say, well, you know what, that's going to be better at the end of a set because the energy in the tune lends itself better to that. And then maybe the one that somebody would want at the end, he would say, well, let's do it slower and, you know, bring it in a little lighter. Yeah, and I would do the same thing sometimes. I could, you know, see the different instrumentation that I would bring to it and say, well, I would add this as we went, so maybe we should do them in this order or change this around. It really is a, a combination of everybody. And we don't actually plan, like we don't say, well, you know, Rachel just arranged that one, so Chrissy has to arrange this one and Jason has to arrange that one. It all just sort of happens naturally. Luckily, we don't end up really button heads over much when it comes to the arrangement and the tune selection and stuff like that. It's a lot of luck, I think. And just our personalities, because we've played together for a long time now, so we know where each other's coming from. And we're not too proud to go, you know what, Jay? That's a great idea. I was totally wrong there, or vice versa, or whatever, you know? Well, one of the advantages of actually being in a band setting is that it gives you the opportunity to get some help hauling all of your instruments to the gig. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> So just at a rough count from listening to the CD, I've heard you on mandolin, mandola, guitar, tenor banjo, whistle, octave on there as well, isn't there? Mandola and bazooki, yeah. And baritone guitar. And baritone guitar, of course. Yeah, so you get that low register in there, yeah. And a bit of cello and a bit of whatever I can get my hands on, really. Those poor bandmates of yours who are just stuck on one instrument all the time, how boring that must get. <laughs> I kind of feel that way sometimes. They're really focused on the technique of that one instrument, and they certainly take their instrument farther than I could take any one of mine, but I do have a lot of fun making different sounds, you know, to be the bass player on this tune with the baritone guitar, and then to be playing melody on this one and harmony on that one and stuff. It's a lot more fun for me, for sure. So when you're going on the road with the band these days, what instruments do you bring? Usually a bazooki, mandolin, and banjo, just because I can carry on the mandolin on a plane, and I kind of have to have the banjo because it's a big part of what I add, and the bazooki for the songs and for sometimes if I'll chord with Jay. I bring more, but airline fees will kill you, and plus they'll <laughs> smash everything, so I've got a really good banjo case, and my bazooki case is good, but I've had my guitar broken enough times that if sometimes if I can, I'll rent one. If we're in Canada, Long and McQuaid rents just about anything in their store for pretty cheap, so I'll do that. I'll rent a guitar and use it on stage but if it's not easy to rent i just bring the bazooki and the banjo and the mandolin and whistles too if i need them so now that you've got the cd out what does the summer and the fall hold for you in the band we're gearing up we have some canadian dates next week we head out to go to ontario and then all the way out to bc 
And then we go around the prairies a little bit into Saskatchewan and Alberta. There's a few festivals we're doing there. And then what we usually do in the summer times is we spend one month as a band and we spend one month doing our own things. And this year, Rachel and I are in the Cape Breton Summertime Review, so we're busy doing that and some other gigs around the Maritimes. And Christy and Jay are flat out busy doing... Chrissy's got a lot of fiddle gigs and Jay plays most of Chrissy's gigs and he plays with a whole bunch of other fiddlers as well, so he's all over the map. And then once the fall comes, Celtic Colors, and I guess that's as far as I can see right now. We have a Belgium Christmas tour in December. That's kind of neat. So Darren, for those who are interested in keeping track of what the band is up to and ordering the new CD, what is the best way for them to go about it? Probably the website, www.coig.ca. It's C-O-I-G, by the way. People often ask us how you spell it, and if they're looking at it, they say, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> but it's C-O-I-G, C-O-I-G-C-O-I-G-C-A. We're on Facebook and Twitter and all those things. Instagram, I think. Rachel and Chrissy take the lead on that stuff. But the website's definitely the easiest place that's got all the dates up there, and you can order the CD directly from there. And when we're not around, we have... My mom actually ships out all the CDs through the summer, so she's waiting by the post office with a bag of envelopes and a Sharpie if anybody feels like they might want to order one. Well, Darren, thanks so much for coming back and joining us again, and we wish you the best of luck with the new CD and with your tour. Thanks a lot. It's good to be back on the show. My conversation there with Darren McMullen of Coic about the group's great new album, Rove. Let's hear another pair of tracks from this fine record. We'll start with a set of pipe tunes featuring Chrissy Crowley, the PFP set. As for the title, well, I don't normally quote directly from liner notes, but Chrissy's explanation is too good not to share. She says, I wrote the last reel for my niece Vega. She was five at the time. My sister had one rule when I was babysitting Vega, do not let her binge watch television. I wrote a reel after a day of rule-breaking with Vega and figured since she inspired it, she should name it. She decided on Princess Flower Puppy's reel. I told her we should pick something more simple. She said if I didn't name it Princess Flower Puppy's reel, she was telling Mom I let her watch television all day. This would have been a good moment to teach her the moral principle of not blackmailing someone, but I wasn't ready to fess up over my rule-breaking. So Princess Flower Puppy won over the I'm not ready to have children yet reel. Lovely. The set begins with two Strathspeys, Maggie Cameron's and the Don side, and continues to four reels. Teapot, the Plagiarist reel, Lexi McCaskill's reel, and of course, Princess Flower Puppy. We'll follow that with another lovely song from Rachel Davis. So here we go with more new music from Coic on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Brand new music there from Koek's third album, Rove, just released a couple of weeks ago. That was Down the Road, a song written by Mary McCaslin and popularized by Stan Rogers, sung for us there by Rachel Davis. Before that, we heard a set of pipe tunes featuring Rachel and Chrissy Crowley on fiddles, starting with two Strathspays, Maggie Cameron's and the Don side, followed by four reels, Teapot, the Plagiarist Reel, Lexi McCaskill's Reel, and Princess Flower Puppy. We'll be getting more into this great new album over the coming weeks, but if you can't wait, you can secure your own copy at coig.ca. Let's move on now to Sacred Earth, the new record from Galway accordionist Sharon Shannon. Sharon has never been one to let the grass grow beneath her feet stylistically, and her new album encompasses Native American, African, and Australian influences. Let's hear a pair of selections from Sacred Earth, beginning with the bull fiddle and then continuing with Bas Pell. So here we go with new music from Sharon Shannon on The Kitchen Party Kaylee. Thank you. 
Dylan of Coke, and you're listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee. Sharon Shannon there, with a couple of selections from her newly released 10th album, Sacred Earth. We heard the Bull Fiddle and then Bas Pels, both of which are from the new album. I want to thank Anita Daly and Michelle Rivera for sharing this disc with me. We'll keep the new releases coming now with a set from Alan Reed and Rachel Conlon, whose first album together, Aquare Yield, came out in May. I first stumbled across Alan when he posted a Facebook video of himself performing the Bally Kindler Reel, and he was good enough to send me the CD. Let's check out a set including the Ballykinlear, along with Hill 60 and the Milky Way, featuring Alan on banjo and Rachel on fiddle. We'll follow that with a song from Jim Sharkey, but first, here are Alan Reed and Rachel Conlon on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
she said You'll do no farming on a day so wet The funeral crowd has gone through town And they'll be stopping in perished on their way back down They're all home from foreign lands The two lads back from Birmingham and Gracie's home from Melbourne Peace and Lord. see them again At the counter in the corner by the fireplace Two lads there on their dinner break And Mary B with her shopping She's drinking coffee The travelling salesman from Athlone Said I might as well go home The Sunderland held on for victory And he lost a tenor on the boys from Highbury Celebrations and defeats Ordinary or noteworthy These four walls have held them all All of life began small For thirty years within our town When families here gather round To mark the solemn day of celebration To the bar and the square we go For the occasion Burn is a long way down A good few went from town There's people I haven't seen Since my school days Gracie left in 82 There's a party there in that back room We rode for a time And then it ended You grow up You move on Celebrations and defeats Ordinary or noteworthy These four walls have held them all All of life began soon For thirty years within our town And families here gather round To mark a solemn day A celebration To the bar and the square we go For the occasion left the morning dew The evenings are long The birds are back with their songs The fair mountain havens bloom Like the love I have with you On this anniversary Round the table With our family Celebrations and defeats Ordinary or noteworthy Durkin's walls have held them all All of life began small For thirty years within our town and families here gather round To mark a Sunday of celebration To the bar and the square we go
Jim Sharkey there, a newcomer to our program, with a bar on the square, from his new album, Misty Morning Rain. One of the great perks of having a radio program is that people sometimes send you CDs without you having to ask for them first. In fact, I'd never heard of Jim before receiving his disc from Ruby Hoy at Tradblast a few weeks ago. He was born in County Roscommon and emigrated to the U.S. in 1982 when he joined the Navy. In 2014, 32 years later, he became a full-time musician, and his new release is his third. Before Jim, we heard some fine reels from Alan Reed on banjo and Rachel Conlon on fiddle, including the Ballykin Lear reel, Hill 60, and the Milky Way, from Alan and Rachel's new album, Aquare Yield. You can also hear the Kitchen Party Kaylee on Highlander Radio four times a week. Tune to CelticRadio.net and hear the show on Monday, Friday, and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and for Unite Owls on Thursday at 3 a.m. We've time for one more tune, so let's have a set from Cormac Begley's self-titled debut, which came out in April. Cormac is an award-winning concertina player from the esteemed Begley musical family of West Kerry. We'll hear him on the baritone concertina on a pair of slides, Merrily Kiss the Quaker and the Lachine. So here we go with Cormac Begley on the Kitchen Party Kaylee. <laughs> Thank you. 
Cormac Begley there, playing the baritone concertina on a pair of slides, Merrily Kiss the Quaker and the Lichine. This great West Kerry concertina player has just brought out his self-titled debut, part of our focus this evening on newly released Celtic music. Before we ring off, I just want to let you know that on next week's program, we'll be paying tribute to Hogeye Navi, the venerable Indianapolis group that's winding down the curtain on their 30-plus year career, and then the week after, we'll be celebrating our fourth anniversary on the air. We're getting near the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and I look forward to having you join us again next week. Reach us by email at kitchenpartykaylee, that's all one word, and Kaylee is C-E-I-L-I-D-H at gmail.com, by Twitter at at KPC underscore radio, or through our Facebook page. You can find podcasts and playlists from all of our shows at iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and at kpc-radio.com. For our final track this week, we'll hear another new release, This Whole World, from the Scottish band Coast. Until next time, I am your host, Dave Baghdad, and I thank you for listening. We'll see you here again on Sunday at 10 p.m., right after the folk sampler. Slán Ogat. Tell me when the stars begin Or is there an ending place Is there a guiding ship of dreams Floating at the edge of space There are no There's nothing you can say But this whole Is turning night and day There are no tears When nothing asks you This whole world, this whole world still has to cry Heartache hits your shores again Another picture on another wall What little hearts can see the day Where mothers walk and dare to fall There are no words And there's nothing you can say But this whole world Is turning night and This whole this whole still has to cry.
You've been listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WICR 88.7 FM. We hope that you'll join us again next Sunday at 10 p.m. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is written, produced, and hosted by Dave Baghdad and was recorded at EMAS Studios in Broad Ripple. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is a fortnight production. Thanks for listening.